Hello and welcome to the Friendly Firecast. I'm your host, Kelson, and today I'm joined by Best Bro Philip. Hello. Professor Daniel. Hello. And nicknamed 2BD Walker. Yo. You said 2BD. <laughs> I meant TBD, but we're going to roll with it. All right. So, how are y'all doing today? Staying warm, I hope? I am alive. It is a nice 70 degrees in my apartment. Yeah, same. Um, just happy. Got the heater and hot water. It's It's been rough. It's feeling good. So for y'all listening, we're all based in Texas. And so we were hit by the Texas storm this week. And we're going to kind of talk about our experiences with that because all of us are in different location in Texas. It's called like Winter Storm Yuri or something like that, right? So how did everyone handle it? Because uh, I know everyone's experience is different. Like um, I'll start with mine. Um, I was primarily with my dad basically camping out in the living room for two days straight. We were having rolling power outages where we didn't have power. We would have a power for maybe an hour, then it would turn off. And then eventually kind of going up by 30 minute increments. But we would get it like every four hours. So we were like, okay, we have power. Let's use the microwave. So we had to like jump on the gun to make food as soon as we had it. Thankfully, we have a fireplace. So we had the fireplace on for over 48 hours. And we also had the stovetop. Even though you're not supposed to, we had the stovetop turn on. So we had like gas going in for heat from the, from the stovetop. I was contemplating making my own fireplace out of... I don't know, like a ceramic pot with a hole in the top of You're it. You're in an apartment. And, I wouldn't advise that. <laughs> yeah, people have been dying across Texas because of monoxide poisoning with, like, candles and the stoves. Yeah. It was affecting my eyes, so I mainly wore my glasses during the period. I normally wear contacts, right? And so I was getting headaches because I haven't worn my glasses for long periods of time like that in forever. Mm. Yeah. I had to shovel, by the way. <laughs> I had oh, never had to shovel. Did you, did you have a hefter? Did you? <laughs> uh, so, so my mom is an essential worker, right? She parks inside the garage, and our garage is on a slope. So to go down the garage driveway in the garage, you have to go down the slope. Well, you don't want to do that with iced up roads on a slope. She's gonna slide I, into the other neighbor's garage at that point. What kind of shovel did you use? Did you use like I a just used a shovel. Scooper? I just used the shovel. Oh, no oh. Sure. Was like, it a metal shovel? Yes, it's a standard shovel. All most shovels are st- uh, metal. No, 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 no. The big scoopers are plastic. I don't All have right. this plastic one. It's metal. All right, we, we're getting, I scoop we're getting, chicken shavings. We're getting <laughs> off topic. So, but we're, we're my dad and I are basically plowing through the snow, and it's like if anyone who 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 knows Texas weather, this is not normal. We're not in the north. Where this is more common, so no one's prepared for this. And I popped out, you know, this would be a great, like, little job business right now. Anyone who needs to, like, leave their house, you could just pay someone to shovel their driveway. Probably. I don't think it's really that snowy anymore. Not anymore, but, I mean, at the time. But not everyone, not a lot of people were going to leave anyway. So, to recap, you had your fireplace on, you had a gas stove on, um, so, and also you had electricity coming in at increments of time. Dude, it screwed with my sleep, because it would come in the middle of the night, and you and you know we have some of the lights still on, right? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't have power, so it just turns on as we're in the living room because we're sleeping overnight near the fireplace. Uh-huh. I'm sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag. My dad's on a cot, and my mom comes home like two days after because she was able to stay overnight at her place, but she ran, <laughs> or her works place, but she ran out of like stuff, so she came back home for her day off. She's like comes home that night. She's like, I'm taking the cot, and I'm over here like, what? But dad has a bad bag. Why are you making him sleep on the floor? <laughs> So, uh, Walker, what about you? Uh, how did you survive from, I think, it started Monday? Well, till... it started Sunday the, for me. The, the big thing I did was I was surviving the snowpocalypse through hanging out with my friends. 
to avoid boredom and also avoid the essential things like hunger or something. Um, but my, I, I distinctly remember a really good memory I had with Jacob. Um, we were just one of your friends. Yeah, Jacob. Um, it's yeah. not a memory. It's past. You know, you know, you know, Jacob. We all know um, Jacob, but for context, yeah, he's a friend of mine. Con- for context, a friend of mine. Yeah. So, so uh, we decided, or he decided, hey, yo, Walker, do you want to go to the LSC? That's a good I impression. Have, I have to poop, and I'm like, well, well, <laughs> well, you got a point. There's no toilets anywhere that's working. So I was like, all right, I'll go with you, and I drove him to the LSC. We walked. We're from zone two parking, which is like where those baseball fields are next to the football field. We walk from there all the way to the LSC to find Philip, and then we find the restroom is not in order. We found Philip, and, and we talked to him, and he told us that the restrooms were, were down all over the campus. So we, we trekked all the way to the uh, back to the kinesiology center, and then they told us the city of oh, where we are um, had no water. <laughs> Before Jacob even contacted you, Walker, uh, he hit me up and was like, would you like to make your way to the LSC? I have to poop. And I said, you should have, I'm pretty sure you would still have enough for one flush. He says, I would, but I already used my flush. I said, are you serious? Don't you know the the age old phrase, if it's yellow, let it mellow? He said, but when I woke up, I was still in the stupor of just waking up and I flushed the toilet without even thinking. So I have already used my one free flush. We and do. now I must find somewhere else. And I immediately hear him call you up. <laughs> well, well, you don't have to. In fact, I have some solutions, but I'll get to that later because this is really not dire. The Occupy Wall Street. Poop <laughs> in a bag. Just, let me just say we <laughs> we uh we we eventually were like, all right, Walker, there's there's no toilets around here. What are we gonna do? And I said, Jacob, let's go to town. No, let's go to McDonald's because we were upset to fell the walking. So we went to McDonald's. It was closed down. We're like, all right. We're gonna go to town center see what that's looking like. We went all the way to the I-45 and we found all the um, stores mostly closed except for Burger King. In fact, that was the only <laughs> fast food restaurant open. Burger King, the, Burger probably King. the worst fast food restaurant you could ever have. Yeah, that's um, pretty bad. So we, we we went all the way to Target. We're like Walker, we got to poop at the Target, and we walked in there and their power, you know, and and we was we talked to the guy. He's like, hey, you guys got to go outside. There's porta potties right next to us. I'm like, whoa, really? And we I eventually was standing like ten minutes outside of porta potty waiting for Jacob to poop because the occupied settings were not working right and the door wasn't closing. <laughs> what a story, too. For then all we just decided to venture. Then yep. we just decided oh, to go. Right, Walker, we gotta go to Burger King now. The line, the the line to Burger King was so long. It was stretching out to the to where the U-turn meets the oh, that run road. Yeah, God. it was, was it people... was circling around the place, bro. I, I it was kinda... so long. We we waited for an hour in that line. We watched. We sat through two meme compilations. <laughs> Jeez, I kind of know how crazy it was, um, because our friend Tyler he sent me a YouTube video that he had with Cressy, where they're just going to Chick Fil A. It's an odd video, but yeah. it, it gave me like the context of what was going on in in your area. Kelson, you know how small our canes is? Like every canes? I mean, yes, but you know how it's like specifically in a bad spot. Yesterday there was a it's, line. It has its own lot. Yeah, there was a line literally around the entirety of the Canes. The the, the drive through had doubled back on itself and was now probably a like fire hazard or something. Oh. With how cluttered it was in that parking lot. 
So um, I wanted to get Daniel's story and uh, how he survived. From... Sir, he's the professor, Daniel. Oh my gosh. Hey, that's he Dr. Daniel, Daniel. Daniel. Mr. Doucette. Well. You can also call me Dan. Um, Dan, would you tell us about your story, please? Um, wisdom? We, yeah, we were just chilling here. Um, like, we're we're responsible adults and we're like 20 year old dudes so we're we're fine when it comes to like we will survive on the bare minimum um the water wasn't really that big of a problem because luckily heb was open and i ended up figuring out that front wheel drive is a very important thing in the snow although that will <laughs> yes. rarely be useful to me um, for most future. of us who knows i got that four-wheel drive baby pretty nice funny story of walker um we we were seeing if he would be able to take us to the store because i still didn't know if my car was front wheel drive politely and uh walker declined and um, if it it makes me feel that it was because walker did not want to take somebody else somewhere else Um, unless they were in and they were in the room with him so he was like dang that's tough (laughs) find a way to hev so no no for my context the what reason also I didn't I didn't really disclose this for now but my windshield is like completely cracked all the way across because of the defrost of the snow. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we were also driving down to HEB and there was a snowplow. I had never seen a snowplow in my life. I was like, "Oh, hey, that's cool." And then as I passed Probably. by it, a huge chunk of show, snow gets shot at my windshield. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that was it was terrifying." Yeah, cuz there's uh, ice underneath it. Snowball. <laughs> Oh. That's that's cool. That's scary. Okay. It sounds like, like a you guys, elf. It sounds like you guys didn't have uh, much of a bad time as I have. It seems to me. Like, were you like were, were you like were you like running a stick like with your hands over like a piece of wood no, no, or something? No. It, okay, legit. I really thought I was gonna die. Like there was like no like no joke. Like I really thought I was gonna die from the cold. Like, well, you just, slipped. You told me you, you yeah, hurt that's yourself. Cool. So how yeah. are you feeling on that? So yeah, let me tell a story. Oh, shoot, so, like, dude. I so I woke up Monday morning. It was freezing cold, and I'm like, okay, electricity's out, no problem, right? And it's been like that the whole day. And I stayed at my home all day Monday, and I was freezing. I had four layers of coats on. I had two layers and a sleeping bag on my bed to make sure I stayed warm as heck. And you were so cold with all that. Yeah. It was it was kind of still cold, but you're, was, you're also placed pretty high up in your apartment, so all that wind, all that cold air is going into your yeah. place, and you got like a window, right? You got like a, a terrace, yeah. dude. I, I live in a studio, so yeah, it's, the insulation is not as good, so yeah. cold air just easily comes in. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, what else? So Tuesday, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just get in my car and try to warm up because that's what other people are doing. So that's what I did. And on the way down the stairs, I'm on the top floor. I fell on the stairs. Luckily, I didn't hit my head, but I hit my top back, like oh, no. my upper back. And I was like mad at one point. I was like, are you freaking serious? I slammed my hand on the on the ice, oh, and, I no. like, and I realized, wait, if I can be if I can be mad for a second, I'm alive. <laughs> so I'm like, I turned mad. To instant relief, like that quick. That's all. I was like, okay, that's that's great. Did you did you ever get to a point where you couldn't feel your like if you run your hand through the snow, your hand gets numb almost instantly? Did you ever start feeling that in your fingers? No, luckily, luckily not. So I stayed. Oh, no, I did when I went and shoveled. 
I stayed warm in my car and I found out that the school was hosting like a, an emergency shelter for students who didn't have power and like water and stuff. So I immediately went there. I packed my things like, you know, like to go there and I stayed there for like three days and two nights. So I slept there for two nights, no shower. <laughs> I literally, oh. I thought I was, I felt miserable. Like I had, I had Wi-Fi, so I could technically study work, but like my mind was just not in it to do it. Like it's, it does seem like, oh, you have this much free time. Why didn't you do anything productive? I'm like, bro, I smell like crap. <laughs> my, I'm worried about my apartment because I heard a story where a guy's uh, house flooded because his pipes burst burst i do i do have a story to follow up on that that too afterwards yeah so like i was worried about that like if my apartment's gonna be okay i was worried about my food because you know most of them are refrigerated so i'm like okay are they gonna be spoiled is it gonna smell and so on so on i had a lot of worries so school was not my priority so that that was like i didn't care about that and like I was like thinking, okay, how long is this going to be? Because I hope this is not going to be like another week. Because my parents and I were contemplating of me coming back home, literally thinking of coming back home just to weather this out. But luckily, that didn't happen. Go to Cancun. (laughs) That's not a good reference. But um, but Thursday, you know, you know. If if on Thursday I managed to get power and electricity back and hot water and that was a miracle, which was great. So yeah, I I think a lot of us were fortunate enough we still had water. We at least for us we weren't stuck without water. That was nice. We still had fire. Um, what we did was we had put towels underneath doors that weren't into like into the living room, so we were able to like to isolate the cold essentially. So we kept relatively warm. And all I'm doing this entire time, because I like I couldn't do any work, I couldn't do anything like productive. So I'm like, I'm just over here playing my switch. I'm and every time, dude, every time we had intervals, yeah, for power, I would charge my switch so I could play some more to be lost power. Because because we were kept getting on and off power. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? I charged it a little bit in my car too, but it wasn't fast. Gaming, switch gaming, baby. Dude, I'm uh, playing some classics, man. Playing some Super Metroid, some the OG Fire Emblem, the one that's on the anniversary. I had a dream last night that I, I don't know why, but I had a dream last night that I was playing like a uh, Game Boy Advance SP, but like it was like a, some weird update of like an anniversary edition Game Boy Advance SP. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I don't know why. So I had a dream that you had long hair on Monday. You would look like a Sengoku warrior, <laughs> This is like bro. Philip just took his took your hair, Daniel. Yeah, it. Was, I mean, that was legitimately what happened because I had shaved my head and created a wig out of my hair. But he was, <laughs> I don't know. The fever dreams during the blackout were wild. Oh, that is a nice. Dude, I had I, I had maybe four hours of sleep, if not less, between the first two nights of that power because that's how bad I kept waking up. Just like wait, at least you know what we at least we don't have it as bad as those people in the arbors, yeah. you know, where their place literally broke their pipes and stuff. Which is oh. why I, I ended up driving one morning to pick up one of my, Renee's friends because of her apartment busted down from the pipes. Oh. And and we had to refuge her in our room, in her room, Renee's room, for about three four days. Well, for anyone who's listening and is in Texas and that don't have power yet, you know, there is still people in Texas who still don't have electricity and like, you know, any good supplies like water and stuff. I just, I pray for you guys that you guys will get that soon and just 
be able to have stable living again. Also, Absolutely. I want to put on, on the note, congratulations for managing your power to be able to watch this podcast because that's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, this will probably go up two days after we record anyway. So, oh, you know, well, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's pretty it's pretty amazing to see the, the, the ways people would go to charge their phones and stuff like that, you know? It was some people were fortunate enough to be by hospitals. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like a few of the podcast people I watch uh, who are based in Texas, um, they are near um, big areas that have their their offices were near hospitals, so they were able to continue recording their uh, their shows. Mm-hmm. But cool. I think we talked about the winter storm quite a bit. Let's move on to one of our topics that we were wanting to talk about this week. Fun stuff. Oh, I never um, got to talk about me pooping in bags, but that's okay. No, 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 I didn't. No, it was just, we it, I devised two plans of pooping. One with a bag over the toilet, and the other one we scooping snow out of the and, and using it as toilet water if you store it in the bathtub. But but it's okay. What's the fun topic that you well, want? I just yeah. want to say, Walker, why didn't you just take the plunge? Dude. <laughs> so, topic. Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> let's talk about cartoons we grew up with. So, all of us were born relatively in different parts of the 90s and early 2000s. Mainly one of us is born in the 2000s, Walker. Everyone has a different experience with their childhood and what they have. And it's it's such a fun topic because everyone has their own rose-tinted uh, glasses. So, yeah, if let's talk about some of our favorite cartoons we grew up or some of the more memorable stuff. Philip, why don't you start with, uh, with one of yours? <gasps> Thing. Okay, so I grew up with anime. I was how how far are we talking about? Like, are we going like way back when I was like I'm talking about right when you were out of the womb, bro? <laughs> yeah, right man. No, <laughs> anything you you grew up watching up to the age of ten would probably be like a great reference point, right? Because you're ninety seven, right? Yeah, ninety seven. So yeah, so you and I are we're gonna be pretty close on what we watched. So I guess my most fondest memory was the what's this called VH VH tapes. Oh, the VHS tapes? Yeah, VHS tapes of, <laughs> for going younger, like Teletubbies. <laughs> those, so the, the, baby, the Sun Baby was weird. The, the cursed TV show. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I enjoyed it. I was like, all right. Because Ses- it's LSD for kids. Yeah. Sesame Street and uh, what else? Arthur? <laughs> Dude, Arthur kind of slaps, though. The BBS kids? <laughs> And then as I grew older, um, Kids WB had like some of my favorite shows like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, like, all these like different anime shows. Like I think that's how I was introduced to anime. And like Kids WB and like Four Kids was the way I was introduced to anime. Yeah, definitely. So I have the most fondest memories of those on my Saturday mornings. Those were super great. I was not as fond of like Western cartoons like Looney Tunes. Like really. But I, but I grew, but as I grew older, I, I started to appreciate that, appreciate those more. As a kid, I, I had interest. Let me, and Mr. Anime, let me ask you, would you consider, <laughs> would you consider I Teen Titans as an anime? Uh, has it, an anime. it has a lot of influences. Yeah. I think, I think anime is, anime is just animation, Japanese yeah. animation. Like, they're all so, the same. They're, they're all animation. So anime is specifically Japanese animation. That's why it has the cool slang anime versus in the West where we just call it cartoons. Yeah. Bro, that's about the weebest thing I've heard you say in the past month. <laughs> you know, actually, the interesting thing is Saturday cartoons don't really exist anymore. No. With, with, with streaming and everything now, it just it doesn't exist. And that's really mm-hmm. odd because 
that's what I grew up with. That's what probably most of us grew up with. We had the local broadcast channels like Kids WB and how we watch stuff because um, I didn't have cable. So I'm going to throw up some trivia in the air. When was the first year Tom and Jerry was premiered on TV, television? 1974. Was that old? I wanted to say it was early 90s. Am I wrong? I want to say 1950s. Bro, that's too Phillip. far. That's too what far. Are you, what are you Phillip, smoking right Phillip, now? Philip, you're the closest. The first it's time you got premiered, isn't it? The 19, the, it was 1940. No, what? Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <Yeah. laughs> 1940. I I did hear something like that was like. Yeah, of, I guess it is kind of rubber hose. I didn't realize uh, it was that old. Well, I'm looking on uh, all the best Cartoon Network shows aired ranked. Ever and it says premiere 1940 Tom and Jerry number two best Cartoon Network show of all time number two what is number two number one on this list is the notorious Courage the Cowardly Dog yes sir yeah, dude that's such a good show and what did that air was that like in the 90s or was that, that older was 90s. That okay. was 90 is 1999 okay because it's like Tom and Jerry's animations aged pretty well. I, well, they also had several like remakes. That's yeah, true. They, it's yeah. just I could never Looney. tell. Like if you told especially me... when the like the sixties and the seventies hit, when they had like the Looney Tunes animation and stuff like that, then the Technicolor and all that stuff. That that stuff kind of like gained on traction with cartoons. Dude, I didn't actually grow up too much with the Disney cartoons. Like Disney Channel wasn't very big on local broadcast because uh, we we had ABC, so we didn't really get a whole lot of that. Um, yeah. Side note, uh, also, cousin, if you want to like facepalm. Look up Kick Patowski intro and then look up Persona 5 intro and then compare them <laughs> side by side. <laughs> but so I think, do y'all remember the Lilo and Stitch cartoon? Yes. Oh, I, I really God. enjoyed that from, uh, from Disney. You guys, like you guys remember the Donkey Kong cartoon? Yeah, I remember renting VHS from my local video store to watch it. Okay, the songs are kind of bangers, though. Getting all the things I didn't do it's so good it's like, just that the animation is trash the animation is trash but the vocals are pretty good i think it was oh. animated by a french studio yeah, it's, it a french it's studio. live animation they did live action for the for the donkey kong dance you know all right, so Daniel, what I, about you? I, well, well, can we let's keep talking about this just for a little bit. My, dude, my, fair, <laughs> well, my favorite part is that King K. Rule kind of starts vibing a little bit when DK goes out in, in a groove and sings. I will ask you to refer to him by his proper name, King Court Rule, as the ruler of the court. No one cares. Is that what it stands for? <laughs> Of course, bro. King Court King Court rule is always balling. He, he balling, bro. He balling. That's why he has he the got cannons the butters. and smash. He got the crack butters. Uh, who's, no. uh, who's next? Who wants to talk about their childhood? I have so much. Scooby-Doo. But, uh, dude, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is an all-time classic. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Okay. That one's uh, good. Ed and Eddie's pretty good. Um, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I did enjoy that show. I thought it was Code okay. name, Kids Next Door. That needs to come back. Do y'all remember the Dragon Ball Z episode they had for that? Where, like, uh, number four was the... Yes, Goku is Super Saiyan. Yeah, he goes Super Saiyan and, like, the, the, the evil kids. I forget. Yeah. Uh, what they're called wait what there's a dragon ball from, or there's, a, there's, a, there's a dragon ball episode where uh number four basically goes super saiyan three and the kids are uh the evil family kids i forget what they're called um they they turn into frieza they yeah. have like the the different five-headed frieza, five frieza. <laughs> it was a it was a really cool reference i think it was a really really early 
candy episode. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, very, yeah. very way back. You guys, you guys remember Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Dude, that show hits you in the feels. That's such a, that's a good I, one. I, that's like, I like the animation of that show. I it's too. so distinct. I yeah. think animation for shows have changed so much. Yeah. I, I like well, the old like pencil art style. A lot of them um, have their own different styles. Like, you know, I love animation that has like its own unique prose of, 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 its, of its drawing. For example, you know when you were watching some sort of Rick and Morty animation that it's a Rick and Morty animation because of the way he draws things. Or, or likewise, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yay, look, guy the American Dad. So downhill. Not the best. Yeah, one. I'm just saying, like, there's it, it, the best animation, I've, the most innovative animation, I'd say, for a cartoon show would have to go to Chowder. I, Chowder. I, I would have to disagree. Um, I think Avatar The Last Ever has probably the best animation for Western cartoons. The Misadventures of Flapjack. <laughs> um, because no, well, 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 hear, hear me out. With, with Avatar, um, they they had choreographed actual martial arts into the movements of the animation. So each airbend or each bending style is a type of martial arts, and it's super cool. It's a different style, and so they animate each movement they use, referencing different martial artists they had in their studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember there was like a really cool story about that background. I think there was like one guy from that team actually went to Korea, I think, to get some animators and they managed to create their own animation company. I don't know the full story. I, I don't, don't either. Dude. I, I thought it was super cool. I was like, wow, he actually went to travel to a different country to make it to make this style. Um, this is not really my childhood. This was more when I was in high school. But um, Legend of Korra, I've been rewatching that, and its animation holds up really well. Like it's it's gorgeous. Um, does the story hold up well? They then? just whiffed on that story, though. Does Does anybody remember the Secret Saturdays? No, I don't. Dude, I remember? I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Hold on, Secret Saturdays. <laughs> There's no way. The, does um, anybody remember Sixteen? That's a that's a Canadian reality animated show right it's like so. oh, dude, my favorite kids reality cartoon was total drama island that's not a kid's show that's, I, I, come I, on there were boobies bro yeah that's what i'm saying i was like is this appropriate <laughs> this it was, was not appropriate. it was definitely way too way they were too pushing far. the limits way too far i think regular show pushes the limits a little bit too much everything that pushes limits that show was albeit it was golden i think regular show is my favorite cartoon network cartoon of all time history um good shows yes the batman animated series oh well that's not a cartoon show is it cartoon network show is it yes it is is okay 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 batman animated series definitely you can still watch it today even if you, you that's like the biggest batman fans like batman gasm of all time like you would it was die for that show, bro. i mean batman batman beyond was pretty dark actually but i, um, I like batman animated because it was very accurate to the batman comics bro it was so cool well speaking of lost. cartoons that were pretty accurate to the comics spider-man amazing spider-man the 90s cartoon was really good wasn't that disney era though um I it think was. it was Fox. I actually think Fox was Fox. it was on Fox. Fox um, kid. You talk about like two thousand Spider Man. No, this was early nineties. Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah. The the one with like the big bulky Spider Man. Kind of. This is this is the one where there's the infamous like oh, she's in the earth, shocker. 
yeah um, that one it's that, that was, one yeah. And, and was, yeah that one the the opening of that show is actually performed by acdc oh <laughs> the, the electric guitar more of a reason not to watch but but the uh it's pretty accurate <laughs> to the comics and that's okay probably why i liked it i'm surprised nobody brought this up by now but samurai jack samurai, samurai jack, jack. So the good they brought it I'm back to Adult Swim because they knew that like come on you're slicing up dudes you're slicing people up slicing that's not a kid that is a belonging on the on the on the atmosphere that Cartoon Network just portrays now you got Steven Universe and then playing right afterwards you got Car- you got Samurai Jack no way the the, the audience of, of Steven Universe is gonna stay for Samurai no. Jack did you Jack know amazing cinematography too yeah did but, you yeah. Know- did you know Aku is the same voice as Iro, the old school yeah, summer Yeah, I'm aware. Yes, <laughs> I'm aware of that. What else? Oh, yeah, I think even Shadow Showdown. Did any of y'all grow up with Shadow Showdown? Gosh, yeah. I haven't thought about that anymore. Oh, me, my homie. Oh, me, my homie. <laughs> I remember that show. Oh my gosh. I also I had a brother growing up. Um, I don't think any of y'all really have older brothers. I have an um, older sister. That's. The oldest. Well, I had to watch Winx Club and stuff. Yeah, I I remember like really vaguely like watching Rocker's Modern Life, Hey Arnold, um, oh. those sorts of like early Cat and Dog, Nickelodeon. Yeah, like those sorts of early Nickelodeon shows. Ariel Monsters was also on from time to time. But I was like way too young to really watch a lot of them. I just know I liked Rocker's Modern Life because like the the characters. But that was a very that was almost like before SpongeBob in terms of like putting adult humor in a kids show, um, which obviously I wouldn't have picked up on. I, I think a lot of it. There's a lot more than we realize, and it's just we don't notice it half the time. Oh right. Can we can we talk about SpongeBob? That show is like what two decades. SpongeBob. Old? Yeah, but the only the first three seasons matter. Uh, okay, yeah, so, okay. I am the only one who didn't really get to grow up on it. It was too adult, and we didn't have cable, and so I was just wasn't exposed to it. And you missed out because there's some gold in every single one of those early episodes. Recently, okay. who cares? But uh, goon, yeah. that goon. What was the last episode of season three? Because I'm not aware of season. I don't know, Philip. I just know that's when it's like stop being good. I'm not, wow! I'm not, like, there you have it. Episodes, Square. Like, like that. What was the last episode of season three? I don't remember. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I don't because. Most, it was okay, very clear. Let me phrase it this way. Most of, like, because Spongebob is so prevalent in, like, meme culture, especially, like, now, yeah. mm-hmm. um, most memes are going to come from those first three or four seasons oh. because that's what people grew up on and that's what people remember, and that's honestly what was the funniest. It really was. So I remember being out at my friend's house watching it, and it was the episode that uh, Sandy was first introduced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she, you know, talks about she's from Texas, and I remember that being like, "Oh, cool! I am too. I know where that is." It's like, <laughs> they really, so, they really be hitting home that demographic. Just dogging on Texas. Does that mean that clothes from Texas are dumb? I remember dog. the entire episode. They're just making fun of Texas. I do remember yes. that. Hey, Damn. SpongeBob, what am I? There's some Texas. No, no. <laughs> Stupid. What's the difference? <laughs> There's some like absurd jokes though that are funny to a young person and to like grown-ups as well. Like 
SpongeBob and Patrick sitting in boating school and just being like, I got something funnier than 24. Let me hear it. 25. <laughs> like, that still is funny to me. Or when Squidward is trying to, like, appease SpongeBob and he tries to buy him a pie and he goes out back and the pirate has all these pies is Squidward tried to buy it and he's like oh no these aren't pies these were made in a bomb factory <laughs> they're bomb like, I remember who, who wrote that I remember who wrote that <laughs> these are bombs they're bombs <laughs> like yes thank you I guess the Dude. pie was bomb <laughs> it's, it's so absurd it, it's I very abrupt in the humor too like Dude, old 90s, like, 2000 Spongebob was way ahead of its time, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, it got driven into the ground, segue, yeah. by yeah. shows like iCarly. I, I was kind of wondering about don't this. finish iCarly? Oh, don't even start. Oh, the, only, the only reason you, you should watch... <laughs> the only reason you should watch iCarly is just for Spencer. That's it, though. Yes. Oh, yes. Jerry no, Trainer. No, 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 no. Jerry no, Trainer. Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh was before Drake iCarly. Yeah. Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby. Yeah, Mr. Mosby would be cool. So, Daniel, uh, I, I guess I could refer you as an old head when it comes to SpongeBob. But like, I'm old head, yeah. Yeah. So, you want to call him Plankton at this point? So, I was wondering, like, so. What made SpongeBob less likable to you as the newer seasons came? Well, there's know? a combination of things. The animation style slowly changes. Right. Um, early animation was like kind of like I don't know. It looked less polished. Oh, it's um, the story retcons you don't like. It's very like I don't know. It feels like you know, even though rougher animation isn't inherently an indicator of like oh they were putting their heart and soul into this. It just feels like newer SpongeBob slowly got like very formulaic, and old SpongeBob, they kind of reused a lot of concepts. Like obviously, Mr. Krabs is always going to be super greedy, but there's so many like different situations that they put the characters through in early SpongeBob. And like I was talking about, there's these absurd jokes that come out of nowhere that you just don't see with the later seasons. I feel like they also have the Simpsons dilemma where there's pretty much been an episode of completely everything that's been possible in Bikini Bottom. Can we talk about how Simpsons has predicted the future several times? (laughs) Donald Trump. I don't believe it. Hey man, you put a few few monkeys in front of a a typewriter and eventually they're going to write... Shakespeare's Shakespeare's. Yeah, they they predicted the future a few times because I think it's kind of crazy. But uh, that is probably the most absurd thing I've heard you say in a while, Daniel. <laughs> what are you talking? That's a classic. You've never heard that? No, I can't You've imagine a bunch of monkeys typing Shakespeare. Well, speaking <laughs> of monkeys, let's talk about monkey luchadors. Did y'all ever watch? Heck, Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Lucha. The flea. The flea. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that show was survived. If that show was introduced to this it's, era. I don't know how that's gonna be handled. Dude, I my, my one of my friends uh, actually had like a DVD of a few of the episodes that he got from Kids WB, mm-hmm. and uh, we were hanging out as young adults, just watching it, and we're like nostalgia. <laughs> it's just like we know it's it's not that good, but it's like. The flea yeah. is the only reason I like that show. What, what was the, um, I don't remember. There was like the, the luchador action figure that, uh, the main character just loved. It wasn't like Ray, I, Ray Mundo. It wasn't Ray Mundo because Ray Mundo is from Shadow Showdown. But. 
don't know. Is he like King Crimson? Not King Crimson, sorry. Crimson, <laughs> that's an anime. He said. Sorry, that's he not said. an anime, that's a band. That's King two, Crimson. It was, it's two things. I was going to go there. Well, look, in the court of the Crimson King is a great song. So, yes, I know that. Is it like Crimson Red from like Fairy Odd Parents? Oh my gosh, the Crimson Chin, Philip. Crimson Chin. <laughs> I actually didn't like Fair- Fairly Odd Parents. It was actually Man. pretty good. It was, it was like one of those shows like... you wouldn't watch if it was like airing on, on the guide selection. But I mean, if you watched it, you would actually enjoy it. You know? Can we talk about how cursed Rugrats was? Oh, bro, that that show, man, I hated that show. It just it just did not look pretty to watch. Yeah. Like Ed and Eddie Ed, Ed was at least like somewhat like it was like, with the animation was like so awful it was like almost like Life an awful watch. Dollars, Ed boy. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, dude, he's my favorite. What, what was it with the uh, the sheep son? I forget what his line yeah, was. The sheep son. Dude, Ed and it was so cursed. That show was so funny though. Dude, every so every single time they brought out Plank, that man was funny. Yes, Dude, I remember the um. There's a scene where like Ed is like drinking a burger with a straw, like everyone else yeah. is eating the normal, and he's just slurping on it. Yeah. There's another scene where where Ed is, you know, the the Ed the, the dumb one, you know. He yeah. was dumb. He's like, yeah. no, like double one D. was telling oh, Ed. Double D is not double dumb. Double, double D told Ed to eat his mattress. It's like an idiom, and then and then there's goes a scene where Ed literally like. Eats his entire mattress. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he turns into like a mattress. Actually, and then like, Double D's just looking at him in horror. Can we talk about how Ed looks like a Plants vs. Zombie character? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't look this up. He kind of He has that forlorn stare. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick question. I just like, I noticed there was like a trend here, like, so apparently TV shows with long seasons, obviously it kind of dies, right? It doesn't really translate. So when do you think a show, when do you think a show should die? Like, you know, like should like end end. Um like, depends. End. It depends on what they're doing. So I think a lot of the shows we grew up with were more episodic. A lot of shows these days are trying to, especially with streaming services, they try to follow a story arc. Mm. And I remember After the Last Ever being one of the first big shows that had an overarching story. Mm-hmm. Um, that you had to if you missed an episode you missed an episode and you had to wait until they did reruns mm-hmm. uh, there was no way to really watch it online at the time what about you Walker when do you think a show should like just end just like just like call it in. Um, whenever they start introducing the same kind of um, story based plots or or, or maybe um, just reuse, reusing it recycling uh, I, I think when, when you just start you know, I can't really say for sure because I haven't made a, a story. But but I would if I was to tell jokes. You know, for example, I, I like telling jokes. You know when to stop a joke is when it becomes unfunny or when it drags on. Similar to a TV show, especially when it's like what you're referring to, like these comedy TV shows. If your joke is dragging on for so long, it just doesn't become funny and 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 then it's just gonna die out, burn out, and become something you don't want it to be. For example, a good example TV show of this is Teen Titans Go. Oh, Nobody wants yeah. to see that. Exactly. Just the name makes you sigh. That's that's have the, you that's the director watched some of, it, some, of, some of it's not bad. I don't it's care. Bad. I've it, seen some clips. Bad. Some of it's I, not bad. I'm gonna defend that actually. I, I don't it's not my show, it's not my cup of tea. But they weren't marketing to the correct audience. 
Everybody yeah, they wanted they, want, they, want, they wanted to bring in a new audience. That's how you in defense of the show. Okay. I wouldn't say the same people who watched the original Teen Titans are the ones that are going Teen Titans Go anymore. If no. they if they went a Samurai Jack route and like had a sort of reboot that was you know more focused on keeping that old audience, I think it would have been interesting. Even if their writers are good, I cannot defend uh, seeing Robin literally like, shake his booty. Shaking his booty. Yeah, and that just that sets my blood pressure to 150 over 60 immediately. So, uh, Daniel, yes, when do you think a show should end? Uh, as soon as it starts losing viewership. Yeah, that <laughs> was gonna be my corporate answer on that. It really, I mean, there's shows like Steven Universe that I've never watched, and they have like a story that they have to follow and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's a lot wrong with steven universe that i won't go into but for example like avatar the last airbender it had a story so it had a reason to continue on um and it actually got better the like further it got into the show which is why they probably said oh let's do legend of korra and then legend of korra eh, wasn't as great so mm-hmm. that's imagine avatar the last airbender was a normal show that was episodic like SpongeBob. There was, um, as soon as i as would, would defend korra once you're done as so. soon as like you know they would start losing viewership. They'd probably start, you know, seeing, okay, maybe we don't have to continue on with the show. But because it's a, like, plot-driven story, they kind of have to finish it in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was popular enough that they can keep it going. But for episodic shows like SpongeBob and Ed, Ed, and Eddie and, you know, Fairly Odd Parents, like, as soon as there's, you know, a loss in viewership, it shows that there's there's not really a staying power to the show. And I don't know what the viewership of The Simpsons over time is. It probably has a bunch of ups and downs. But it there's some shows that have just been treading old ground for way too long. And trying to spice it up might mean doing a spinoff that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. so, Kelsey, if you want to defend Legend of Korra. Yeah, so. so there was a lot of corporate interference. So a lot of the times a show lives or dies by its airtime. And uh, it actually got canceled a few times. Korra got canceled a few times. That's why it was choppy. So I think it got canceled middle of season two, and that's why season two is really rushed and not that good. Because they were tr- they wanted to do the origin of the Avatar, and so they rushed that whole whole arc. And anyone who's seen London of Korra knows season two is the worst of the Korra. I think the first season's great. I think Amon was a fantastic villain, and I think it was a shame they killed him and uh, his brother off. Spoilers. Spoilers. Because <laughs> um, I think I think they were interesting enough that they could be come up but i think that's just a thick problem i have with uh storytelling now your threat always has to be killed they're not locked up and facing trial uh because you could always bring them back i like reoccurring villains i like a rogues gallery um that's the big thing i like about comics is you have these characters like uh, captain cold and and the flash where he starts bringing in other like <clears throat> mid-tier villains and they're more of a threat when they're working together mm. um but at, the big thing I liked about Korra and if, while we're watching it is the world building of it, actually. Uh, Avatar, the first Avatar has a lot of good world building, but they really expand upon the different bending types and like sub-bending, like lava bending, the combustion, just the different techniques. The, the, the water bending lady who has no arms and is bending with, with water uh, prosthetics, mm-hmm. essentially. That's cool because they really were thought out the box. But season three, season one, season three, the odd seasons were good. The even seasons were okay. I, I think that the last season of Legend Corp was not a banger. You know, like just like I'm currently I rewatching that season, and I'll have a better mm-hmm. idea how I remember. I remember it being okay. I remember it being pretty bad. 
I just I just thought the final villain was not who I thought it was. Like for example, in Avatar: The Last Airbender, the final boss was Lord Ozai, the the Fire Lord. That, like, that's daddy. That's the problem with Korra, is Korra tries to tackle too much. It doesn't have a um, linear focus. Like, um, Aang. Aang has a hero's journey. He knows where his journey ends. He's like, I need to get up to here. This is my destiny. I have to stop the Fire Lord. Right, 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 right. Korra is basically episodic. Each season is its own thing. And that's why um, I like that Zaheer stays for season four. Uh, He's not a villain at that point he's captured but he brings interesting insight and then season one that's why i think if they kept him on him could have come back in a later season as a threat mm-hmm. um right but as like a central villain i guess yeah have you ever heard of the guru lahima no <laughs> Dude, okay so i'm watching that every time he hears says that my dad and i are like joking we need to have like beer out and just take a shot every time that uh he says that because <laughs> it, it's just like it reminds me of um, that meme of the kid who had. It's like when you haven't said blank in several minutes, it's just all the veins coming on his face. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot with Western uh, cartoons. So now we're. I'm going to try to transition to Japanese cartoons, which is anime. And one of those first things that introduced it to me was Kids WB. But that, mm-hmm. but the one I guess program that broadened the horizon was Toonami. For kids. Dude, it was for kids. Dude, Toonami was the stuff. Naruto. Yeah, no. I I hate the Naruto dub. (laughs) I love it. I don't know what you're talking about. I I have fond memories of the first episode. Dude, dude, Naruto, no offense to the voice actors, but she sounds like a chain smoker. (laughs) She does. And I hate it. It just doesn't. Why does yeah, yeah. why does why does a twelve year old sound like a chain smoker? I like this. So, that I think that aired for me was two thousand four. Oh my god! Like, cause I remember watching it for the first time. I was like, I love the art style of it, and I think the opening is what really got me hyped. Like, oh, it, the, the English opening. The English opening sucks. I know, but as a kid, you're like, it's rock. You're like, oh yeah, that's like it's way it, on point. It, it has nothing to do with the show. It's awful. I know, I know, but like that's how you that. That's how I noticed from English anime openings is they're mostly pop or rock to really like increase the energy level for the kids to be hype for this TV show. Like for example, One Piece's English rap. Dude, okay, that that's fire though. Yo, 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 yo. about the German Naruto opening. I've not I've seen never that. Heard of that. What does it sound like? Gosh, what does it I sound like? Even, I can't even describe it. They use like three different languages in the. Dude, okay, okay. so dude, I love the One Piece rap opening. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's hype. It's hype. Like, like the, the, the acting and the censorship of, of One Piece, like four kids One Piece, is abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sanji, Sanji has a lollipop instead of lollipop cigar. Lollipop instead of a cigar, yeah. Or cigarette, sorry, not a cigar. I, it's regardless, though, like... I smokers think... just, it just has smoke come out of his mouth. They, like, completely censored the cigar. I, I, I don't know, like, I, that that was... I, I have to thank the people who thought of running that program to NAMI because I think that really brought a generation of anime watchers to this day. And I think that's how <laughs> anime popular, like, eventually 
uh, on the rise, which was really, really nice. Because I know the only anime people say back then they only watched from the 90s was Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball. Pokemon. That's it. People forget oh, Pokemon's yeah. anime. Pokemon, Pokemon is one of the most influential anime that yeah. people forget it's an anime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh was huge, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is one of my favorite animes. Just saying right now. Not the original. Really? I like the OG the best. I, I understand like like the story's good, but I have fond memories with Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And I guess another personal gripe with that is that they never dubbed season four. I'm like I wanted to see it. I don't care if they had to censor it. I wanted to see it. <laughs> so so Daniel, what about you? Uh, do you have any experience with Toonami? Because you were kind of quiet, so I was just wondering if oh, I... we, we start talking about anime, it's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> From what I remember, like, Toonami, man, it's weird. Because I definitely remember it. I don't think we really watched it ever. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is probably my, the most experience I have, like, bo, bo, as a bo, bo, child bo. watching stuff like that bo, 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 was a fever dream that i really am still not sure if i actually experienced as a kid or not <laughs> um oh yeah God. and i remember like i mean i vaguely remember you know a, adult swim would have like inuasha yeah whenever i was up way too late mm-hmm. uh, i'd see that and then um for a short time dragon ball z akai was running and I watched a bit of that, but that I never like got super into because it was just like I don't know. I, I didn't understand what was going on because it was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, no, like the fighting games you? is how I got into Dragon Ball Z. I rented them out for Blockbuster. So Walker, what about you? Do you have any experience with Toonami as a two thousands kid? Not really. No, not not Toonami at all. Actually, I, I don't ever as a kid, but I do remember watching naruto for some somehow i don't know yeah. where, where i do where? remember watching naruto late at night and being very interested in naruto that was on tsunami i was on oh. tsunami then i got moved to disney xd somehow i think or actually i think it was jedix i sent you guys some jedix things. Oh, oh that's right wow i don't know if it was on jedix but i do remember jedix yeah it goes that back gosh man, that's... guys you guys can't re- can't forget about jedix dude that yeah. is that was ancient tech, tech dude. It was. And, and going off of what, what what Daniel said earlier, I sent it in the chat, but I just watched the German Naruto opening, and this thing is so cursed. Yeah, <laughs> I will have to watch it after the because it's I really cool. Want, I don't want it to come <laughs> through the audio. Lyrics, actual lyrics. All right, you ready? Yeah. Sasuke, so cool. Sakura, the beautiful. <laughs> actual lyrics from a German man, probably barely speaks English. This is somebody's oh. childhood. Be careful, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know the second opening hits, like when it came out, when the tuning exams happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that the uh, Kung Fu Generation one? Yeah, Kung- Asian Kung Fu Generation. Yeah. That one. What's the one that's like, we are fighting, dream at the- oh, Let's yeah. go. That's also Asian Kung Fu Generation. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah Flo from. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. that's Flo. That, that, how did I think no, that was the, the-, the name? The song's name is flow i think i think no it's, it's go it's go by flow yeah. it's okay. go by flow um i i don't know why i got them confused because they had kafu generation for two of the openings and they had flow for a lot of them but flow yeah. Flo is like one of the like most popular japanese bands for a lot of openings it, likewise with myth and roid myth and roid is used like for every isekai anime right <laughs> so that that was my childhood toonami was my favorite program and i was super sad when it got canceled at, or i think like when did it get canceled? Like 2008 or 2006? 
six. I wow. think two thousand six. Um, because I think it ended shortly before the Clone Wars started airing. Uh, which uh, um, talk about another show that got like canceled uh, later on um, because of the Disney acquisition. Mm. That's a good show too. That's like a, so. It's funny how a lot of the cartoons we grew up with were episodic Mm -hmm. and then as we got older they sort of become more linear more story driven based there were more like multiple arcs going now that like netflix came out you know yeah it's a lot easier that's what i noticed about new generation like my brother's the same he can't watch a show like episode like like weekly like waiting for weekly he needs to watch it all in one sitting and i'm like bro you need to experience that the time when when you gotta be hyped for the next episode like jot it on your schedule be like it's saturday that show's coming out you know like i love that feeling of having to wait for the next episode and being hyped for it and like having to analyze maybe the episode i just watched you know right so i i hate this new generation's kind of (laughs) spoiled well i'm kind of thankful that um disney plus was kind of doing that with some of their shows where they're releasing them on a weekly basis because it brings back that old school kind of feel mm. um, i mean it sucks don't get me wrong but like there's well, some- it's it's definitely something like even right now like wandavision is slowly coming out and like when mandalorian was slowly coming out like it's something to continually be like oh shoot we can you know get together four or five of us and watch wandavision mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. it's been super good so far and um i like being able to talk and like to be able to theorize mm-hmm. especially yeah with friends shows that have that element of mystery but obviously kids shows back in the day didn't exactly uh spur that sort of conversation i don't know because uh I didn't watch like Dragon Ball Z and talk I about it on the with my friends. I remember kids talking about um, Avatar in the schoolyard, so I remember that. Yeah, like no, it's just like a conversation you know, topic, you know, something to bring up. Like, hey, did you my know? cabbages. I that guy is a legend. <laughs> the fact that he has his own corporation and his cabbage core, my cabbage core, and Cora, it's great. <laughs> I'm glad they kept the old jokes. That's 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 what makes the show good. Well, so, yeah, I, I think uh, with sequels and stuff, I think the best part is when you play off the generational aspect, you play off the uh, things you remember fondly of. Yeah, definitely. Man, this good old days. So the cap off our childhood um, cartoon section we've been talking about, we've been talking about it for a good while. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, with anime, right? I, I know for you, you watch it like whenever you want, most of you all. My day is like anime Sundays now because with Attack on Titan coming out every Sunday, I yeah. use that as like to watch all my anime that I haven't watched this week leading up to it. So then I just can binge all of it as I'm waiting for it to air. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fun experience because it reminds me when I was sitting in front of the TV as a kid mm. on Saturday. I still, I still think. And watch everything. I still think Armin should have died i still think that spoilers wait are y'all spoiling are y'all spoiling he's talking about season three okay i know but like still some people out there who haven't watched it you know i don't care i don't care come on everybody dies in that show it's fine what's a show that like that has like that kind of feeling like where almost everybody dies the walking dead walking dead the game of thrones yeah whoa I, I do want to talk about that, like in terms of. I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones. No, no, I know, but like in terms of, in terms of like you know, how do you feel like if your character does die? Do you like end the show right there? Yes. Depends on how you write it. Um, I'm writing my story. I've gotten back to writing recently, and um, 
And it depends on how you want to present your character to have. Do you want it to be a motivational drive for your character? Do you want it to be an emotional impact to your audience? Do you, how do you want to impact your story? That's, that's the most impact, impactful thing. I think sometimes death is just used because you can do it. Because um, we don't care for characters that die. We're not emotionally invested into. Mm-hmm. So right. um, I'm going to go old school because I'm sorry if you've not seen episode four of Star Wars, you've missing out. But when Obi-Wan dies, uh, Ben Kenobi, we're invested because we have spent the, the, a good majority of the movie following him and Luke. Okay, that's a bad example because Obi-Wan doesn't really die. He turns into the Force Ghost, which is like but, he's but, still but there. When people had originally saw this in the theaters and, then, and, and there was no sequels. Yeah, I guess that's so. A, and I'm also trying to choose something that isn't like super sporally based because everyone knows yeah. Ben Kenobi dies. You're right. What? You're right. Be- <laughs> or should I say Gandalf dies? Do you want me to do that too? What? No. Oh. Well, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, so I do need to watch it because I, I do Gandalf know. Dies. Is this why I know it's about anime? They have nice job, Kelsey. You're welcome. They um they took. I feel like anime takes a lot of inspiration from Western movies as well, like Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, and I do, and I'm gonna watch those because I want to see where is these stereotypes coming from. You know, I think actually Tolkien was like the first to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he like the first writer to uh, depict orcs, elves, and dwarves in that sort of like fantastic, uh, fantastical fashion? Fantasy, yeah, it's the father yeah. of fantasy. Um, like, I, okay. the Grimm's were kind of the um, pulled from a lot of Slavic stuff, so um. Yeah. Tolkien was a big fan of mythology, uh, specifically Norse and German mythology and Slavic. And so he uses a lot of that as his influence into his story. Um, I wouldn't say this book is a, this Grimm's fairy tale book is about mythology. I would just say they're just fairy tales because it was written in like early 1800s. So so it's not exactly mythology. Tall tales, fairy fairy tales, folklore. I mean, that they're all mythology because we have, um, who's the, is, is it Big John? I forget the guy who um, was known for the railroad. Um, he, he's a tall tale guy in in, in in America. I forget his name. Do you mean uh, I don't know? All Bunyan. I don't know. What did you say, Daniel? John Henry. Yes, John Henry. I only know that because of the Joe Bonamassa album. Go ahead. Um, so John Henry, right, was this kind of like a Goliath of a man, and he's—I don't remember if he's real or not, but he—he his. He, he, no. Is uh, he's a tall tale. We have the American tall tales, Johnny Appleseed, um, and stuff. And so, I mean, like anything mythology, folk tales, and stuff, they're all exaggerations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so strange where the inspirations of some of these like movies that we had movies, shows, anime, anything that we adore came from like these old stories. You know, it's just hard to like fathom, like, wow, that. That really came from that. <laughs> it's surprising to me when I read these old fairy tales, by the way, that some of them actually have good. Like, for example, Rapunzel has a good ending. Believe it or not, Rapunzel does have a happy ending. Yeah. I, 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 it's not like The Witcher 3 where they, like, have Rapunzel hang herself in her tower with her own hands. Bro, come on. <laughs> well, you need to get cultured, bro. <sighs> Like, I'm never going to play Witcher 3, but, like... Exactly! I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, so the, Witcher, the Witcher is a really good game, actually. 
Yo, the Witcher's DLC, Blood and Wine, is such a good DLC. Like, it's probably my favorite. I haven't played it. I, I still need to finish the actual game. I'm I'm getting ready for the battle at um, uh, Kaer Morhen. So, dude, wanted, it's such a good game. I wanted to talk about this, like the transitions from books, games, into movies. So, Mortal Kombat. One mm. movie. Well, this is going to be our last topic. We've been going for about oh. an hour. So, oh. well, this next topic. You know. Yeah, next next time, guys. But this was something I really wanted to talk about. So next look time. forward to that. Yeah, I look forward to it. You know, I'll write like, that down so you can remind me later. So the question is basically: Do you think do you think video games now, with with the technology we have, do you think video games can be better adapted into movies now? For example, Sonic the Hedgehog, and now Mortal Kombat. I'm not, not already Sonic. movies. I mean, you got games like The Last of Us, which are basically cinematography games. I, like, I would argue you could faithfully adapt, 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 adapt. Sorry, I'm thinking of adaptation and adapt at the same time. Uh, you can adapt those a lot easier now because there's a bigger demand, there's bigger budgets now because there's more of a production value in gaming and into that. So you're not going to see the Mario movie. You're not going to see the Street Fighter uh, movie. But they were funny. It's a for me. Okay, but anyway, guys, that will be our next topic, uh, maybe, and look forward to more. Uh, What's your name? Mario. With last name, Mario. Mario. The, okay, how about Persona anime? Luigi. And last right. name, right, Mario. <laughs> well, um, Kelsey, you want to end it off? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to the Friendly Firecast. We are just a bunch of friends having a good time, making a laugh, talking about things. Catch you next time.